TV Studios. This is College Hockey Coast to Coast. Brought to you by the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe now for all of the action from the best conference in college hockey. The University of Georgia, building the foundations of something bigger. Go to UGAHockey.com to find out how you can be a part of it on and off the ice. Jets Pizza. We're not just pizza. Try our sidekicks, salads, calzones, and more at JetsPizza.com. Adrian College, championship aspirations on the ice and in the classroom. For more information, go to adrianbulldogs.com slash mhockeyd1. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond. Wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University. UCOHockey.com to follow the two-time ACHA M1 National Champions as they look to add that third championship banner to the rafters. The Spaghetti Shack, ASU alumni owned and operated at TheSpaghettiShack.com. University of Mary, tickets and schedule information, GoYouMary.com. The Caesars Sportsbook app, where every play earns you Caesars rewards Dining, tickets, VIP experiences, and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue for your next catered event at jessieraysbarbecue.com. College hockey coast-to-coast from the nchc.tv studios is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, Two, one. Happy New Year, everyone. Scott Strandy with you tonight from the West Coast, the Pacific Northwest, Seattle, Washington. My co-host is always from the big, beautiful, palatial state out on Long Island, New York, Paul Hornstein. How are things on this New Year's Day? And Happy New Year, my friend. Well, Happy New Year to you, too. Um, I, we should... You should put out the pictures you sent me, and I'll put out the you? picture I sent you, and we can what compare the two. Oh, of Joey Decord. No, 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 no. Of where oh. you are in the Pacific Northwest and the basement that I'm in. Oh, okay. Well, and, I can and we'll tell compare. You what. We'll compare notes, and we can let the people decide who's in the palatial estate. Okay, well, two things before we do that. Number one is I'm a lot warmer in the cabin right now than I was outside at T-Mobile Park. So, right, I, I understand that because they didn't let they didn't let your you know your butler in, so he had to make sure that there was a nice fire going where you are. <laughs> something like that. And yeah. and if we want to have a debate about something, is it a fair poll or a foul poll? Well, it depends. What do you say? Because I'll go the other way just because that makes me feel better. You're the baseball guy. You know yeah, but, all things baseball. Is it fair or foul? Which one is it? Well, technically, it's oh, a foul pole. Well, no. Technically, it's, it's a foul pole. It's a what? Technically, it's a foul pole. But if it if the ball hits it, it's yes. fair fair ball. Well, listen, that is an argument that Chris Berman made throughout the 80s and 90s. And, and he's he's not wrong. No, no. Just you're Neither wrong because, well, Neither no, you're I. wrong because it has to be. 
if you're if that's your if that's your thoughts, then it has to be wrong. Anyway, that's why I, I put that out today because I took a picture of the ice rink at T-Mobile Park where they were right. playing the Winter Classic, and I happened to have the follow pole right in my view. So, yeah. Oh, and by the way, let me, get, let me play my go play my little tiny right. violin. Okay. Well, and, well, and by the way, I sent a picture out to you uh, yesterday. I'm going like, how did we get stuck in this press box with all these little windows? Where you can't even see the ice surface. Yeah. And, How'd that work and, out? And that, and then they opened it. The whole yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was a yeah. great. My view. heart bleeds. And it was a great view of one Arizona State Sun Devil, former goaltender, um, the brick, uh, as I like to call him, because he laid the what? first. Brick. He laid the first brick. No, 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 so, no, no. What the hell are you talking about? Joey Decord. He laid the yeah. first brick in the foundation of the tradition that is Sun Devil hockey. Well, yeah, but where did and, you come up with then, this? And then oh, you know what he did? Where, where did you come up with this? He took that brick and he added a whole bunch more and he built the wall. Now he's Joey the Wall of the Cord. Oh, God. How many people are you <laughs> going to give that nickname to? <laughs> anyway. Well, did, um, didn't, you, didn't you say that was Gavin Abrick's nickname? That's no. That's why you build a wall at uh, at Army, a brick at a time. Oh, just stop! <laughs> I'm oh glad you remembered God. though. Thank just you. Just stop. Thank you for remembering. Do you want to know about Caden the Sponge and Barico? Who? Bobby the Blur Brink. Who? <laughs> oh my God! How about just the Colorado stop. College Tigers? We're going to be ah. back in action again soon. Will they? Sunday. Sunday Are you Monday sure? I got to check the against, schedule because against the University of Minnesota it. Golden Gophers, and I understand you were thinking you wanted to make that trip to go. Uh, yeah, no. Okay, just check them. How about yeah, to no. the Pacific Northwest and watch an outdoor game played at a baseball stadium? And I said this before. I believe this might have been the perfect environment for a number of reasons. Uh, the temperature was right. forty-six degrees, so it wasn't oh, freezing. There right. was no rain. There was right. no snow. Right. It was overcast, Boring. so there, for the most part, there wasn't a whole lot of sun in the eyes. The Boring. ice surface from everything the players told me was it was pretty good. And um, it, and the Seattle Kraken come out with a 3 nothing victory, the first shutout in uh, Winter Classic yeah. history, goes to Joey Decord, the former Sun Devil. Right, as it should be. Joey the, Joey the Wall. No. Just no, <laughs> no, just stop that nonsense. The The best part of it was um, TNT gave a special MVP trophy. They call it the cocoa. Yeah, I saw cup. that. It was like a big bowl with uh, hot cocoa. Yes. Yeah, and, uh, and before he came into the uh, interview room, they set that trophy by his seat. And he just kind of nonchalantly like it wasn't there <laughs> the whole time. But then at the end, they said, Joey, take your trophy. So he picked it up and gave it a big bear hug and walked out with it like it was, you know, something you get every day. Yeah, um, well, it's funny because. Wow. Um, Go ahead. It, it's funny because I heard you earlier with um, the black and gold pom pom guy. <laughs> the one, the only, Stephen Marsh. Hold on a minute. Every time I say that, now I got to do this. Hold on. Just hold on. Oh, please hold don't. On. 
Yep, Please here we go. The, the one and only Stephen Marsh. And then he'll talk. Please don't do that anymore. Please. <laughs> anyway. Um, um. You know, the 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 thing is, you know, the, the, they asked him the question because they spent the last half of the game talking about um, his ability to handle the puck. And, and the fact that he had the, the, and I, and I, I don't know who the person was that asked the question in the post game press conference that you played with, uh, on the special right. edition of the, I'm going to play it again Russia for you here in a minute. Well, eh, whatever. Um, when I'm watching the game and I see that puck hit him in the chest, I'm like, okay, here's where he's going to shoot. And, like, anybody that's followed him, you know, like I said, I don't know who asked the question, whether it was a Seattle person or. No, it was or, not. It was I, a I, French I, reporter. Um, there French was, Canadian. There is no, I mean, there was no doubt when I saw that puck hit his chest. I'm like, here we go. Because it is exactly what I was thinking. And. You know, and of course that comes from from watching him all this time. Um, and they had a three nothing lead. I'm like, are you kidding? Um, and then the 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 ball the puck didn't bounce off of him quite like he probably wanted it. Like he did, like he wanted it to, because you could see he was trying to set it up to a stick. Yeah, hold hold on a minute. Let me let me jump in and play this real quick. I gotta quickly move it to the right spot, so just be a second, but. Yeah, you're hundred percent. There is mean, no, there is no doubt he was going to shoot that puck. Yeah, there well, just is let, no let doubt. You, let him tell you for himself. Here we go. Joey, when you look back uh, on today, is there a specific moment you think you'll remember most? This is the first question. Um, second question. They'll be right after this. I don't know. Maybe that save on Eichel at the end. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> oh, absolutely! Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, yes. So he, he, he yeah. Well, he's explaining it now. Yeah, I mean that was, you know, I mean that was just that was a given. Like I said, you just you just saw. <laughs> The way he was handling that shot, what he was going to do. Oh yeah, and and well, and again, we've had we have the advantage of having watched him for a long time. You know, um, and I mean, I can't even imagine how much that place would have exploded today if he had actually managed to corral that puck. 
I was trying to play a clip. Did you hear me? I kind of heard the clip after uh, I started talking, but yeah, keep, keep you want talking. me to shut up? I'll say it again. No. If you want to play the clip? Yeah, I'll say it again, and then I'll uh, I'll put it on mute. Okay, yeah, I tried well, to put it on mute. Now I'm putting it on mute. So go ahead and make your comment. Uh, I mean, can you imagine if he had actually corralled that puck? and flung one down the ice and into the net, how that place would have exploded. Just the way that game went down. <laughs> exactly. That, that well, place would have went absolutely no- I mean, it was already going crazy. Because <laughs> if, 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 you know, uh, we know it's a rivalry in a weird way just because of their historical connection correct. in the last two franchises. And, you know, uh, Seattle having to live in the shadow, so to speak, of... Of your landlord. Of my landlord, yeah. Of Vegas and, you know, Vegas winning that cup in in five years or six years, whatever it was. Six. Cup and six, six, though, fully. Cup and six. So, they're always going to be linked. Just like the, the, say, the, the Mets and the Astros... Uh, are always going to be linked, even though they made the Astros switch leagues. You mean um, the uh, the soon to be World Series champion New York Mets? Who I no, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Because now okay. that you said it, it obviously won't happen. Um, okay, but anyway, so let, me, let me play what Dave Hackstall had to say about it because I think this is what you're leading up to, and I want you to hear it again. Okay. Uh, So anyway, I got to get to the clip. I I rushed to get online, but um, <laughs> Dave Axel well, basically said the only thing that didn't that maybe disappointed the fans at all today was that Joey didn't get a clean shot <laughs> at well, shooting I mean, the puck. Yeah, I mean, it, it was. I don't need to, you know. Again, we I don't need to tell this audience and whoever listens and whoever pays attention to whatever. Where, where 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 my loyalties are and don't think i didn't sit there and watch the whole game and be like yep that's the first asu player to make the nhl right there and i don't say that almost the whole game you know um what, what i was what i didn't know is because and they had him and his father 
Joey and his father Brian on the on the post games. Um, we knew I, I, you know, I mean, you you got to give the ASU coaching staff like some credit, right? His father said ASU was the only scholarship offer he had. Uh, how is that possible? Yeah, apparently the the scouts weren't doing their jobs. Somebody missed, or a whole bunch. Uh, I mean. You know, um, so to cap this off, not only did he get the shutout, a three nothing shutout, get the win for his team, which uh, improved him to the hottest goaltender in the last eight games in the NHL, improved his goals against average because he gave up none, uh, improved his save percentage because he had a bunch none. of saves. I don't have exactly how many saves, but he had a lot. And um, perhaps the best three moments of the game were three stops that were incredible stops on Jack Eichel. And uh, I asked uh, Stephen Marsh when he went to the Vegas locker room, I said, if you can corral uh, Jack, can you ask him what he was thinking? And has he ever played against Joey in the past? Because they're roughly the same age um, and grew up in the Boston, greater Boston area. So I was really curious about that. Uh, because he made a point-blank stop, but Jack Eichel was all alone the first period. He got uh-huh. him again in the second, and he got yep. him again in the third. Yep. And any one of those, I would have said, could have turned the tide of the game had Vegas been able to uh, get those any one of those three. Right. Well, they did play against each other. Okay. I'm they, glad they, you know they, that. They did. Um, they were talking about it. Um, but they did play against each other and. Prep school or whatever age. I, I, I can't. The, the hockey system is nuts. I can't keep track of the ages. Right. What I whatever. In um, youth hockey. Youth hockey is, is yeah is easy enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they did, um, and you know Joey's team won then too. So I'm sure that <laughs> Jack was sure. shaking his head. Oh my god. Yeah. He was well, like, I can't believe it. One. Especially yeah. the last one. Yeah. It, I mean, it was teed. Well, two of them were teed up for him. The first one, he came in by himself. And right. the second one, he got a perfect pass, cross-ice pass that left the entire goal open until Joey somehow got over there. Yep. Um, anyway, uh, I just wanted to bring that up to start the show because uh, what a phenomenal thing. When you talk about, as we did last night with Heather um, Weems, we asked her about, the, you know, the impressive play of college hockey players. Well, you know what? As you mentioned, the first uh, Sun Devil to really take hold in the NHL, and it's a goaltender. And, um, you know, he just was on the biggest stage in regular season NHL hockey and and shut out the defending Stanley Cup champions outside. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, I don't know. I just because... Uh, to be fair, right? I don't, I don't want anybody to think that we th- forgot about the second guy to make the NHL in Brinson Pashna. No, absolutely not. That. Absolutely not. And Brinson, of course, sure. had some health issues and right. wasn't able to get the career that uh, we had hoped we were going to see from him. But, but he did make, listen, there's a lot of guys make, that, would, yep. that would kill to play one game in the NHL. Yeah, exactly. So. He, did, he did get there, and uh, that's a good point. Uh, I'm sure there will be more, but boy, oh, boy, when you look at, um, you know, what's happened at Arizona State and, you know, we're both 
cheerleaders for Arizona State. I know you're an alum, and my my daughter went there. So your money went a, there. Yeah, so I'm a parent of a uh, <laughs> of an alum. But anyway, um, when you look at that, you say uh, that that's a pretty historic mark. Um, any way that you look at it, and it's hard as a goaltender or a defenseman. Those are the two hardest spots to crack a spot in the NHL. So. Uh, congratulations to, to Joey and um, giving the MVP award. And, you know, it was just a lot of fun. I had a chance to visit with him a little bit yesterday, and, and that was fun and got some good pictures of him. And it was just a, a very enjoyable time. I want to play another minute 23 of a St. Cloud State Husky. and a uh, That's not an ASU guy. And a Moorhead, Minnesota. I know, but. Oh, there we the go. There we go. And there a Moorhead, go. Minnesota player in one Will Morgan. <sighs> Here you go. Here's Will. You know what? You just saw all this stuff happen. Yeah, that's a. It was a spectacle. Like it was. It was amazing. Like everything was so cool around it. But uh, you know, once we get on the ice, we try to keep it business the whole time and save in the locker room. Um, but you know, we were still having fun there. What was the biggest adjustment for you? Um, the, the, it's hard to see the puck a little bit when it gets in the air. Um, and then, you know, the, I mean, it wasn't like crazy sunny, but like if you look up a little bit, like, it's, it's kind of hard to see. And then a little bit sticky, outdoor, outdoor rinks are just like that, but uh, uh, everything else was, I mean, it was, it was all great. Jared says Seattle's becoming a hockey town in this yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I think we saw that from the first year we were here to the playoffs last year. Uh, our fans are always are always supporting us. Yeah. Well, Molly, you played it. Take us back to uh, your days in Moorhead again. Um, playing outdoor games, you were ready for this win. Uh, never played an outdoor game before. Uh, played, <laughs> Seriously? Played some pond hockey growing up with my buddies. But, but never played a game. No, never a real game. So that was. So that what was, was it like? Cool. What did you feel like on the ice with the environment? Uh, just, it was awesome, yeah. Some family and friends here, playing outside in front of way more fans than can fit in the hockey rink, so the whole thing was just awesome. Awesome. So, uh, Will threw me for a loop there to try to tell me that he hadn't played in an outdoor oh, whatever. game. Well, in it, fact, he had, but anyway. Well, listen, at least in this game he could feel his toes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, because there were lots of times in Minnesota that wasn't the case. So, anyway, just wanted to get that out there. It was... Uh, uh, an enjoyable couple of days. Like I said, I don't think you could have found a better environment for an outdoor game because of the fact that it was about the right temperature where people weren't freezing. Um, I asked Dave Axel off uh, off the uh, record, kind of. Yeah. I said, um, uh, you know, coming from North Dakota, I mean, you got to tell these people this isn't cold. <laughs> he spent 11 years as head coach of the University of North Dakota fighting Sioux, and uh, this this weather was not cold. Um, it, it, getting to the rink in North Dakota was cold. <laughs> Leaving the rink in North Dakota yeah. was cold. But being uh -huh. out, out in these elements, this was not anywhere like Grand Forks, North Dakota. So just so people are aware that it gets a lot colder in outdoor games. And I, what I liked about this ball was the two teams were pretty even, and they had the opportunity to play a really good hockey game just doing it outdoors because the weather and the ice, you know, uh, Vegas played up in Lake Tahoe uh, a couple of years ago, and it was uh, an eight-hour sun delay because the sun was melting the ice. And it was and, also uh, in their eyes. And it was in their eyes, yep. But this was not the case. This this was nearly perfect conditions 
to play outdoor hockey. And, um, you know, there weren't any funny bounces that made a difference in, in the score of the game or anything like that. It was just good, solid NHL hockey outside in front of 47,000 people. So next year, I'm told, there's a, there's going to be an announcement where um, a city a little farther south than, than Seattle is going to host uh, a winter no, classic. No, 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 no. No? There was no announcement made. No, oh, darn it. It was, it was a request was made. Oh, and what was that request, and who was it, was it from, and what was broad, it? It was one of the broadcasters. Oh, say his name. It's Paul Bissonnette. Well, I don't know what your policies are. You tell me what to do. I don't know. Whatever. Paul Bissonnette told the commissioner, correct? Yes. Play it at ASU Stadium. Didn't say Sunday. He said ASU Stadium in Tempe. And I'm like, okay, I wonder who the host team would be. Well, it's technically not Sun Devil Stadium anymore, is it? Um, That's true. Doesn't it have a new name that caused a lot of controversy? Eh, whatever. Somebody spent a lot of money. One of the banks. One of the credit unions. They're not paying us, so I don't give a crap. Sun Devil Stadium. <laughs> it's just like it's the University Activity Center. You know, I, I don't give a crap. They're not paying us. They want to pay and us, you, I'll call it whatever they want. And you wanted to know who the host team would be? Yeah. Okay. Well, who's the closest NHL team next I don't year? Know, is, I don't know. Is is Denver closer than Salt Lake City? Or <laughs> oh, I'm Vegas sorry. is. Vegas oh, is closer. Is it? Right, maybe the Golden Knights be the the whole. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. There's that team that shares that has been the one that lets the Sun Devils play in their building. No, no, no. The one that that the Sun Devils let play in the building. Oh, okay. Anyway, Uh, (laughs) but we don't know where they're going to be next year, so who knows? And I'm sure that there's. I'm sure that there'll be some people that listen to this and be like, "Hate the No, I don't hate the Coyotes. But, you know, uh, the owner needs anyway. to get, get off his duff. <laughs> and, but anyway, um, and the, only, the last thing I'll say about that is because I know this is supposed to be a college hockey show. Um, when I saw the pictures, uh, Seattle's was still better. And I'm sorry if I'm pissing off my landlord, but um, Vegas's sweaters looked better on TV than they did in the pictures. Yeah. I, I don't. I well, don't know. They look better on the ice than they did in the pictures. I'll tell you somebody who way. who agreed with you. Oh, jeez! Don't do that, Stephen Marsh. Stephen Marsh agreed with you. He said very quietly on the bus. One of the quietest things he said on the bus was, "I don't really like those Vegas uniforms." <laughs> wow. <laughs> so if Stephen didn't like them. You, you have some good company there. Like I said, they look better on the ice than they did in pictures, and that happens sometimes. And by the way, the statue of Ken Griffey Jr. had a uh, Kraken jersey on today. Awesome. One I'll, of my favorite, I'll send a couple you, of my I'll favorite send, players of all. Listen, I, I loved I'll watching send you a picture. Ken Griffey Jr. play. Uh, I watched him every time I could. Uh, same thing with Ichiro. Yeah, two great players. You know, um, two completely different players, but um just but and okay well you know. we'll move on to college hockey i just wanted more, to let people college, know that yeah. the two reasons that i'm uh in seattle number one is uh obviously to go to the winter classic um whenever that's an opportunity that's something you got to take advantage of and secondly was i wanted to try living in a palatial estate a lot like paul hornstein so i, I said who, you know what? Who? 
I'll, <laughs> somebody else has my name. I'll, I'll dry up glacial estate. Somebody on the, else uh, has my name. <laughs> a, a private cabin, if you will. Um, uh, okay. So I can kind of relate to what you you live in everyday life because I thought that was important that I should relate to you. Yeah. Okay. That that doesn't. Yeah. Okay. No. No. Okay. Nope. Let's do this. Let's take our break right now. So we can come back and uh, dig into some real college hockey. Not that uh, Joey Decor's performance was not a uh, highlight of college hockey. Oh, we'll be right back. We'll be right back. It's time to drop the puck on the nation's best college hockey conference. We bring you closer to the action all season long with access to exclusive on-demand content and more than 140 live games. Catch every big goal and clutch save when you can't be there. We have you covered here. Stream on your phone, computer, or straight to your TV and don't miss a moment from your favorite team. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. you talk about the best of Las Vegas, you're talking about the best of the best. So when you're at Jesse Ray's Barbecue, then you're a three-time winner of the Best of Las Vegas Award. It speaks for itself. At 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, come and savor our People's Choice Award-winning barbecue ribs. Or maybe just come in and pick up a bottle of our Best in Las Vegas barbecue sauce to take home. Open seven days a week. You can order online at jessieraysbarbecue.com. And for an occasion that will be remembered for a long time, pause for all of your catering projects at Jesse Ray's Barbecue today. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegers. And they score on the lacrosse move. stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. The Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs the classic Italian comfort food to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations at 6340 South Rural Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. From the NCHC.TV studios, this is ITHSW Podcast's College Hockey Coast to Coast. Indeed it is, College Hockey Coast to Coast. And tonight, I can tell you, I am in the great Pacific Northwest in Seattle, Washington, literally on Puget Sound. My co-host in his big, beautiful palatial estate on Long Island, New York, which tells you we are coast to coast. So Paul Hornstein... It's time now to talk more college hockey. There were some tournaments played uh, over the last co-host? few days. 
he go there all the time. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, um, uh, so we're um, talking college hockey. There were some games played yeah. this yeah. past weekend, tournaments, yeah. another tournament coming up in the Desert Classic at yeah. uh, Mullet Arena. Yeah. Um, but uh, we know ASU, Joey right. uh, Decord and Paul Hornstein's alma mater, um, won the Adirondack Classic. We talked about that last night. Yep. Um, but there were some other tournaments. So who else performed well uh, over the weekend, Paul? Well, Wisconsin didn't allow a goal over six periods <laughs> to win their tournament. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that, that'll usually win you games. You don't let the and other team score. That was a Pfizer tournament, correct? Yeah. Um, uh, no, well, it's technically the quick trip. Oh, it's quick trip, no. Used to be Pfizer. Arena. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Again, used to be I don't care. They don't pay us, so I don't care. Um, but I do spend a lot of time in the Midwest in the quick trip, so let's give them a shout-out. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, okay. Air For- uh, Wisconsin beats Air Force and Northeastern uh, 3-0 uh, to, win their, to, to win that tournament. Um, you know, again, uh, Air Force is in the game for the longest time, and they just kind of – Made that one mistake and Wisconsin made him pay. Uh, they were all over Northeastern the next night to win the championship. Um, it's kind of, it's it was a little bit shocking to see how you know what a down year Northeastern is having. Now, I don't know, you know, I haven't paid strict attention to their roster, but you don't expect them uh, in January uh, to be sitting here with a record of six nine and one. Can I give you two players' names that maybe have them on a little bit of a downturn? Uh, EJ okay. Semptonfelter from a few years ago. Well, but they had Devin and, Levi. And Devin I mean, Levi. I, yeah, I mean, you know, those are hard guys to replace. Very hard. Hard Very guys hard. to replace. So um, so that was one of the the, the – they had um, this year's edition of the Great Lakes Invitational up in Grand Rapids. Uh, Grand Rapids, um, where Michigan, by the way, not not uh, not Frank Saratori's hometown. Anyway. So what? There's more than one. Well, not his hometown. That would be Don Lucia's hometown. Uh, Frank. One Grand Rapids. Yeah, Frank grew up a little bit a ways away from there in Coleraine, um, which is home mean. of the Greenway Raiders. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, <laughs> you know, and. Uh, you know, in, in the never say die Michigan Tech um, Huskies. They yeah, just keep. I mean, they I just mean, keep battling. It was uh, Fairbanks got in there a tough, tough, tough uh, loss to Michigan Tech, uh, who eventually won uh, the tournament. Um, if you, uh, you know, Michigan, they 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 actually win the tournament in overtime. In a shootout, just like uh, ASU did up in Lake Placid against Michigan State, um, Blake Pietala was out of his mind. He made fifty-four saves. Yeah, he's a hockey player. <laughs> I mean, he just he made fifty-four saves. Uh, Michigan State uh, was up two to one, um, and Michigan Tech takes the lead. Um, and Red Savage ties it up. Um, and then they go into overtime, and nobody scores, so they do a shootout. 
Um, Your favorite thing, by the way. My favorite thing. But, I mean, my Lord, 54 saves for Blake Piedela as they win that tournament. Um, you know, I mean, you got to have a winner, right? I mean. You got to uh, determine one some way, somehow. It's a tournament. Uh, I think yep. they should let them play a little extra OT. Well, here's the problem with it. If it also What's counts it? as an NCAA game, then you can't. <sighs> yeah, it's just they got to figure this out. It's just dumb. Do you want me to talk yeah. about Fairwise now or not? No, we <laughs> talk about that. We talk about that all the time. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you one thing, though, real quick. If, uh, if as you just put it, Fairbanks uh, lost a really close game to the eventual champion, that had to help them in the Fairwise, right? Because it helps. It, it, it's, it's your opponent's opponent's. Uh, and how your opponents do that help you. So that had to boost um, Fairbanks up four or five spots, right? They didn't go down. Okay, but it must have boosted them four or five spots. They didn't go down. Okay, just checking. Uh, But I figured that would help them a lot because I know a lot of teams that helps a bunch. You know, if if you lose to somebody and then they win, yeah, Yeah. it helps you a ton. That, that, anyway. Um, I'm, I'm sarcastic. Really? That's my job. Uh, the number one team. In You're the rubbing country, off. The number one team in the country, Maine. Right. Here we go. The, Here we go. Pushing my buttons. What? They're not, they're number one team in the country. Best team in the country. Twelve, three, okay. and one. Okay. Get an RPI of you know their top in a pair. The computer oh, says they it. are number one. Number stop one. It. Stop it. Stop it. They are number one. Okay, so we're now going to determine the national championship by a computer. Uh, they beat RIT and Dartmouth in the championship game to win that that uh, that holiday tournament. So that you know, there mm-hmm. you go. Cool. All right. Cool. I mean, you know, how about our friends at Augustano? Who did they play this weekend? Um, who did Augustano? See, now you got to make me look again here. They played Notre um, Dame. Yeah, they 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 uh, one of the games was went into overtime. Um, I think it was the first game of two went into overtime. No, it's the second one. They they you know they lost two at Notre Dame. The second one went into OT. You know it is what it is. You know they they you don't if you don't come to play you they're gonna beat you. Um, and Saint Cloud State, your favorite team that you love to hate, just continues hate to no, listen. I don't <laughs> hate Saint Cloud. I, I told Will Borgen that today. I said, my co-host just hates your alma mater. I don't hate St. Cloud. Oh, okay. I just think it's a mirage. Okay. Okay. And I have other people that I'm friends with. Well, they that, just swept Bemidji State. I know. And I'm in sure Bemidji. Oh, well, no. It was a home and home, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was home and home. My bad. Home and home. Okay. Um. But we're going to find out. Go ahead and prove me wrong, St. Cloud. Go for it. Oh, well, they're um, going to. I'm sure they're going to try. Um, <laughs> uh, kudos to our buddies up at, at, at Army. Um, yeah. Winning their first game against a ranked opponent in six years. Yeah. It was the same one they beat the last time they won. Right. Coach Riley was really excited, too. I don't know if you saw any of his posts on X. Twitter? But, uh, yeah. He was really excited about the performance of his guys. 
and how they stood up. So he told me, you know, when I was up there earlier, he said, we are really young and we're going to take a beating this year unless we uh, find some miraculous um, uh, experience serum to, uh, to help us. Five but uh, maybe, maybe, they're, games. maybe they're turning the corner. Five and three in their last eight games. And you know, in Atlantic hockey, you can make the tournament if you win the conference tournament. Uh, it's true. Um, okay. You know, they're going to have to go a little ways, even if they're, they're getting a little hotter. Um, they still are at the bottom in the league, but they still have games to make up. And that schedule is all nuts, too, because you have RIT, who's played 12. Uh, you have RIT, AIC, uh, who have played 12 games. You have Robert Morris, and, you know, they're kind of a victim of you get to play when you can play. Uh, has played 14 games. Uh, Canisius, Holy Cross, Niagara have played 13. Uh, Sacred Heart, Bentley, uh, and Army have played 11. Air Force and Mercyhurst have played 10. So that schedule's all over the place. So who knows how that's going to jerk around um, as that kind of evens out. Um, so uh, maybe New Hampshire's probably not going to schedule Army anymore, but who knows? Um, <laughs> Might be a smart move for them not to. Yeah, and uh, Vermont beats our buddies up there at St. Thomas. I I, I got to tell you, I I, the, I love those sweaters in Vermont. They're great. Okay, They're clean and, and you are you are the sweater guru. Well, I I it it is important. It does matter. <laughs> Okay. It does matter. Like St. Cloud's got the the red jersey that says St. Cloud across the front. That's a much better jersey than some of those other ones. Wear those more often, St. Cloud. Okay. okay. They uh, should all listen. They should. <laughs> yeah, we could use the we could use the listeners and the downloads. They, they should pay attention to what I say. Cause... All right. Any anybody else you got? Because I've got this burning hot Super Sixteen in my hand. That I'm dying to get to. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm dying to get to it. You got any more why? games that we got to talk about? Because it's burning a hole in my hand. Really? Yeah. I don't yep. Know why? But are yeah. we ready? I don't know. Do we? Uh, are we? I don't know. I mean, we. I'm sure we can find other things to talk about. Like no. Tomorrow no. is the quarterfinals of the World Juniors. Yeah, well, we don't need to talk about that right now. We need to talk about the Super 16 for January 1, 2024, the very first one of the calendar year. Yeah, if I'd Paul have known that, I probably wouldn't have done it. But Paul Hornstein has it like this, folks. So sit yeah, by back. By the way, by the way, Buckle I got up. the, I got the, I got the, the evil eye from our executive producer. Oh yes, you did. Uh, yes, you did. When I sent it to her yesterday. Um, <laughs> She she is uh, does not like change. <laughs> no. Doesn't like it when I put new teams in. That she does not, especially teams that she does not have their logo uh, at her disposal. You know, but and, I I did I I did manage to calm her down. Okay, good. Because all I did was move guys around. There's no new teams. Nobody dropped in. Nobody dropped out. Okay. Good but, stuff. Let's start with it. Well, I want to do the top four, and then I want you to tell us how you got there. Boston well, College, play. you have... Oh, hold on. Hold on. 10, 9, 8, 7, 
Six. Oh, take five, this. Oh, jeez. I gotta, I gotta three, take that stuff two, out of your hands. One. I love it when I run the board. I have so many things at my disposal. Anyway, uh, number one would be the Boston College Eagles. Eagles? Yeah. 13, 3, and 1. Jeff's Number two would be the that. Boston University Terriers, 12, 4, What'd you call one. them? They're Terriers. Oh, I thought you said Carriers. I'm like, what no, the hell terriers. are you talking They're about? They're dogs. They're little dogs. Terriers. I know what they are. Um, um, <laughs> Number three, you have Quinnipiac at 13, 4, and 1. Number four, you have Michigan State at 13, 4, and 3. Paul Hornstein, did you move up from Long Island to Boston? Uh, I did because not. it looks like Boston College, Boston University, Quinnipiac are now all of a sudden your favorite sons. Uh, well, no, but they didn't. Well, so they some of them played. I mean, BU played. They only played one game and they won. Uh, Quinnipiac only played one game and they won. Um, Michigan State had a win and a tie. What? I mean, who, who am I? Like and aren't you, aren't you going to say they they and Michigan State play without your favorite player in all of college hockey, one Trey Augustine? Um, they did play without him. He's at the World Juniors. Okay. So let and let's let them, the listeners the let's let the listeners determine this because your number five team in the country is Wisconsin at sixteen four and zero. Let me see. Your top four teams have thirteen wins, twelve wins, thirteen wins, thirteen wins. Oh. Your number five team is a 16-4-0 University of Wisconsin Badger team, who, right. by the way, have the best combined coaching staff anywhere in NCAA hockey. Sorry, everybody else. Red and white These pom-poms, three are baby. really, really good. Wave those pom-poms, baby. Go yep. for it. They're red and white. Yep. So anyway, how does a, a team with 16 wins, four losses, how do they end up fifth? Why not? <laughs> I guess wins don't matter then. Oh, they matter. If the season you know, ended today, if, if I was you know, making the top, no, if, if I was making, if I was the committee. You'd have put them fifth. They, they'd be in the tournament. So what the heck's the difference? Oh, there's a lot of difference between a number one seed and a number two seed. And right now they would be a number two seed. Right. So, so what I tell you is a very famous man once said, you play to win the game. Don't even go there. <laughs> Apparently, you don't in college hockey. You play well, to let the computer tell you where you rank. Well, anyway. that's another discussion for another show. So, well, and, 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 it should be discussed on every show until somebody fixes it. Anyway, well, number six got, is the Denver well, Pioneers. Don, Don Lucia. 12, right. 5, okay. and 1. Number seven, uh, University of North Dakota Fighting Hawks. Sue, so, what? Well, five and one. Right. The Providence Friars come in at number eight at ten, five and two. You know, I watched a team beat Providence um, earlier, and boy, that team is way down in your pool. Yeah, so, your next four: Wisconsin, Denver, UND, Providence. How'd you get there? Providence um, has ten wins. Right. So you don't play to win the game. Well, first of all, Denver and uh, Terry's Sue. I mean, um, North Dakota. <laughs> they didn't play this weekend either. They played exhibition games. That don't count. 
Yeah, well, and by the way, North Dakota lost their exhibition game to the national team, and Denver um, really beat up on Minot State in the second game for Minot State in Colorado. Uh, by the way, I think I mislabeled it. I think Providence is – no, they are 10-5-2. Okay, I thought they were 11-5-2. Yeah. Okay. Even you are struggling with it because you know they don't have enough wins to be where they are. But anyway, um, number nine, you've got the Michigan Wolverines. Once again, I don't know what you are thinking, but 8-7-3. and three, That's barely over 500. I don't know. Uh, number I mean, 10, you have the Minnesota Golden Gophers. At nine, five, and four, number eleven is the St. Cloud State Huskies, who are ready to move right on up. No, at eleven, five, and two, they might be. And number twelve, you've got the Western Michigan, eleven. I do that four, to annoy you. And one, I have them in there to annoy you. <laughs> yeah, you I really know do. Your favorite team. So you, so you have Michigan and Minnesota. With eight and nine wins respectively, I know I have two eleven-win teams. I get it. St. Cloud and Western. I get it. What is going on in that hat of yours? I just said I'm being hypocritical. I'm being hypocritical. I get it. I I don't know what else to say. Now I'm confused though when we get to the final four because the number thirteen team in the country, according to Paul Hornsey, is Maine. And I was just told they're number one. They're the best well, team, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know what to tell you. The computer says they're number one. <laughs> uh, and also, your alma mater, they can't even get any love from you. 14, well, 3, and 5. They just won the Adirondack Invitational, and Arizona State is clinging to life at 14. How do you cling? How do you cling with 14 wins? I moved them up. Okay. Uh, and then your your next team that just uh, got beat at Army, New Hampshire, is nine five and one, and number sixteen you have is UMass at eleven five and two. Okay, uh, I've seen it. It's burnt the hole in my hand. Um, the Super Sixteen is out there. Weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, uh, I watched. Okay. I, I, you know, listen, I, I. I have flaws, and I admit that some of those probably shouldn't be where they are. But again, what does? Let me ask you this: What do the Arizona State Sun Devils have to do to be a top ten team? They're second in the country in victories. Yeah. Well, first of all, don't go to overtime with Stonehill. Oh my goodness! You're going to continually punish them for that. Well, you know, you asked a question. A lot of ties. I don't. I, if, if that if that didn't matter, then I'd have Dartmouth up there with six ties. <laughs> and if you're asking me, should I think they should figure out a way to 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 include? If you're gonna, you know, uh, if you're gonna use shootouts to decide league points, then you need to figure out a way to put it on the computer. Oh, I love it. More conquer. Or just play ties and get it over. More and, and deal with it. And deal with it. Love it. Love it. Okay. Um, I did get to see my first game. I granted that it was on television, but um, at UConn's new building, and man, oh, man, it looks spectacular. Yeah, I bet it does. Um, I've heard a lot of things about that. Um, they, they had a... Uh, 
they played over the weekend and occasionally occasionally um, the channel where I that has all the Mets games has uh, some LIU games and they have some Sacred Heart games and that building looks great too by the way um, and they have a their own actual tournament uh, the Connecticut Ice Tournament that they have at the end of January this year. A similar format to uh, uh, the Bean Pot, only a Connecticut version. Okay. Um, they, they hosted Harvard, Harvard this weekend, or Harvard, depending on where you're from. Uh, can you say that if you're not from there? I don't know. I don't know if you can say <laughs> it if you're not from Boston. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. I mean... I'm going to ask uh, Jack Eichel the next time I see him if he can say Decord because uh, he's from, both of them are from Boston, and Decord owns him, by the way, right well, now. clearly. If uh, you look at the Wikipedia page, it says Jack Eichel, owned by Joey Decord. I'm sure. It's kind of like not being able to say McAvoy because you're not yeah. from Boston. But, you know, no. uh, even though he's from Long Island. Um <laughs> McAvoy plumbing. Um, uh, I have way too much fun. Yeah. So, um, but both of those buildings look great. Uh, like I said, it's the first time I had a chance to even watch a, a game on TV from the UConn building, and it looked fabulous. Um, I wish it was there when my grandparents lived there. But, you know, obviously that was a long time ago. Oh, yeah. We all know that was a long time ago. Well, it really was. I mean, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. we were talking to late. You know, my grandparents lived there probably for about 25, 30 years within walking distance of the Yukon campus. So. <laughs> um, okay. But it looked fabulous. And maybe one day I'll get a chance to go up there and see that building. Um, I have a friend of mine who works on the faculty there, too. Um, Gee. I haven't seen her in a while, yeah. To work with bonus her. and bonus and more bonuses. Yep, and she, you know, um, but um, you know that that was that was good. To, you know that was uh, interesting to watch this weekend. And like I said, Sacred Heart uh, was on this weekend too, and that building looks fabulous. Uh, so um, those are it's it's crazy to think that there are two buildings that are younger in NCAA hockey, soon to be three. Younger than Mullet Arena. Yeah, isn't that crazy? This is only this is only year two of Mullet Arena. Right, and uh, the pandemic was supposed to halt everything and put everything behind us. It did not. So I people mean, just kept on moving. Well, you know, and good for them. So um, you know, we're we're sitting here and 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 uh, you know. As, as we get back cranking now into a regular schedule coming up next weekend uh, still a lot of non-conference play yeah, it'll be two weeks before we get really back into uh, conference play but um, interesting and, very interesting stuff you know I mean you have some conference play obviously um, there's a bunch of uh, uh, Atlantic hockey matchups um, but a lot of uh, non-conference uh, uh, teams going on. The Battle of Ohio there with Bowling Green and Ohio State. 
Um, you have uh, uh, Nanooks, Fairbanks going over there to play Grand Forks. What? Grand Not Forks. to play Grand Forks. Playing <clears> they're going to play in Grand Forks at the Ralph. At uh, Ralph Angleset Arena. Fighting uh, Ralph Hawks. Arena. Uh, they're again, playing the Fighting Hawks. Sue? What? <laughs> what? The Sue? No, I'm sorry. Um, you know, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry about that. I missed you. I missed you. <coughs> yeah. Okay. Um, you know, um, Minnesota State goes to play uh, at uh, Augustana. Um, Niagara is at Denver. So there's a bunch of non-conference stuff. Uh, Simon Fraser's got an exhibition this week against BU. Okay. Um, so I mean, lots of lots of games going on, and that's and that's good because that starts on Friday, and you know there's a bunch of stuff on. We have the CC Minnesota series Sunday and Monday, which is yeah, crazy. you you won't miss that one. Um, well, I don't think I'll be able to watch because those games are <laughs> at the school that has a losing record to USC. <laughs> Oh man, starting out the U- the new year, just making friends across the country. That's all I do, that baby. Is that is what I do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, uh, about two and a half minutes to go on the show. Right. Anything else that we need to uh, tie a bow on? It was not enough time for you to go ranting about the pairwise. Oof, no, definitely not, not that. that. We're not going to do that. Uh, you know, I was just I was just wondering. I saw Joey's uh, girlfriend Lexi Dixon Dickinson today, and uh, after seeing Joey take that trophy out, I wonder right. if Lexi still got a place. I don't know. That's a really big trophy. <laughs> a really big trophy. So. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But congratulations again to Joey Decord. We got to finish on that note the way we started it because it's not often. As a matter of fact, it's never happened. But there's been a shutout in a Winter Classic, and it was done by a Sun Devil, a former Sun Devil, a former Coachella Valley Firebird, and a current Seattle Kraken. If uh, if I'm one Philip Grubauer, I'm going to try to get healthy real quick because um, I don't know that you're going to get much playing time if this continues. And not if he plays like you played today, that's for sure. This is Well, this is eight games in a row, Paul. I'm aware. His last eight starts in the zone. He baby. has been in the zone on fire in the zone. And you know, in a baseball stadium, the uh, the players love the clubhouse, not the locker room, because they have couches. They told me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these hockey players are the craziest characters ever. They they love the place because it has couches. Hey, that's it. You know, can't we have couches? They're NHL players, and they want couches in their locker room. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I, I, it's hilarious. Bill Foley might you know. be having to spend us more money in Vegas. Well, that's all right. It's okay. I don't know what you can get a nice embroidered logo couch for, but he might have to buy a few because those players were really loving that. Well, I'm sure he can afford it based on my mortgage. So. <laughs> Your mortgage alone. <laughs> all right tomorrow night we'll be back with college hockey west weekly hopefully we'll have a guest i'm working on some uh some connections yeah, more like yeah I know. 
Uh, I, I thought we were going to get Rick Zombo tonight, but Rick uh, couldn't make it because he's got a very better, sick coach. dog. You know, yeah, so let's better. get that dog better. Yeah, for sure. All right. That's more we, we will find a guest for tomorrow night, and we will be back to talk more college hockey tomorrow night. Take it away, All my right. friend. College Hockey Coast to Coast has been brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com, no one knows goalies needs better than we do. See the website for our three Valley locations and more. Liberty University, strengthen your faith and your game at the premier ACHA M1 program on the East Coast at Liberty.edu. Caesar Sportsbook app, proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly. Two locations in Tempe and one in Pine Top. Lunch, dinner, or your next catered event at thespaghettishack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos Worldwide. It's where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. And by FedEx. Deliveries made easy no matter where you are. The official delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. College Hockey Coast to Coast and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app or for download on your favorite podcast platform by searching and subscribing to ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. It's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. If you like what you hear, tell a friend or leave a positive review. College Hockey Coast to Coast is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. We will tell everybody, I wish everybody, a very happy new year as it begins to wind down and uh, transitions into the second day of 2024. Paul and I will be back tomorrow night, as I said, with College Hockey Weekly, College Hockey West Weekly. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading and continue to do so because we are, oh, so close to 50,000 downloads, and we would certainly like to hit that in the very near future. So. We'll say goodnight. Little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. Hello, new day. Good night, everybody. Good night.